What's up? This is the Chop by T podcast where we get real, raw, authentic conversations. I'm your host, T. And to the right of me, we got Brittany. Hi, yo. All right. Something that a lot of people don't know about you is that you grew up heavy in the church. Or maybe a lot of people do know, but a lot of our viewers don't know yeah. that you grew up in the church. <laughs> heavy. Very heavy. Um, Like, for real, for real, started Baptist. Just like, you know, mom and dad together, whatever. Um, When they split... Um, started trying out other things that weren't Baptist. Still <laughs> Christian though, right? Still Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, I can't remember. I think, I don't remember if the man that she married right after, um, my dad, I can't remember if he was church of Christ or something, but we went to his church for a little while. They, you know, they didn't make it whatever. Yeah. And, um, we ended up in a non-denominational, non-denominational church. Mm-hmm. Um, I was probably about seven. Yeah. And, um, their life experiences were different um and definitely not something that you would expect anybody to go through mm-hmm. really um <laughs> how did you how did y'all end up in a non-denominational was it through a man she married the next um, man she married or something no my my cousin was married to this pastor oh, gotcha, and i think we started you know going from there I, I honestly was so young that i don't remember how we ended up in the church but like I said, about about age seven is when we went into that. Yeah. And um that was from like seven to fourteen. Mm. And ooh, in that, like I didn't even go to real like public schools. We had like a Christian school at the church gotcha. where, you know, they taught us. So they pulled you out of school at seven and sent you to the Christian school. Yeah, and I didn't go back to like regular school, public schools until um my high school. Years. How was that experience? Um <laughs> <laughs> different <laughs> um you know we're being we were being taught you know what we should be taught yeah. but also you know bible things too yeah. you know being because it was you know so christian, christian you're you're learning how to recite different things from the bible and you know really mm-hmm. understanding the word um I don't know, it was an, yeah, <laughs> it was an yeah. interesting interesting experience um I went through that, like I said, until I went to high school. And when, when I went to high school, I ended up having to test in. Mm. And well, let, well, let's talk about your experience from from seven to so. Oh. You come in, <laughs> you come in pretty much, and like, what was the environment like? Was it an actual classroom environment? Yeah, like, we yeah. had like actual like within the the church building. Like there was you know this back area, and like there were rooms that they made into classrooms yeah. and everything. So I mean, we were taught. Yeah. Like, they had the books and everything that we needed, you know, to learn what we needed to learn. Did it ever feel, like, different? Like, maybe this isn't right. Like, I don't like this environment, this setup. I did have a moment, um, several moments when I was young that I would tell my mom, like, no, no, mom, mom, this isn't right. You know, I think, you know, every kid would have that type of thing if they're not. I mean, you, like, I was pulled out of public schools and then put into that you know, yeah. environment. So, yeah. Was I mean, that your mama's own decision or or was it through, you know, encouragement through the church? Honestly, I don't know the full drive of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was young. Like I said, I was seven, seven going into it. So I don't, I don't know what drove it for sure. Everybody who belonged to the church, did their kids go to that school or? Um, not everybody, uh-huh. but there were several people yeah. that were, um, part of this, this thing, um, called all things common yeah. and you know the children went to went to school there you know parents worked for the church we had businesses within the church yeah. and 
And, that, that and that's something, because, I mean, pretty much, in a sense, especially when you described it to me over the phone, it seemed like it had to you had to grow up fast because you said you was working your first full-time job at, what, like 10, 11, 12? 12. It was, I wouldn't say it was full-time, but, like, I was working, like, in, like, a restaurant, being a waitress, like, yeah. cooking, yeah. Make, you know, prepping food and doing yeah. stuff like that. Like, working at a gas station. We had a full-service gas station, uh -huh. so you might go out and pump gas and, you know, wash somebody's windows. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I was working at a car wash at some point and working at that car wash. You, you know, you cleaning people's cars, doing whatever. And the church owned all of this? Mm -hmm. We had, like, a restaurant, a car wash, and, like, Gas station. Let me, let me ask you this. Was this like, oh, the leader or the heads of the church were like good businessmen? Or was this a situation where like, oh, people who belong to the church gave so much money? Because you know it's always um, that, that thin line between, with that. You know what I mean? Honestly, it's hard to know like where the, where the source was. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yes, we had, you know, the different businesses. Whose money it was, me being as young as I was, I don't know whose yeah, yeah. money funded the businesses or if it was church. the church money or what. I don't know. Yeah. But it, it was life. Yeah. And, okay, the experience. So with that, was it a lot of giving back to the people? Because um, the way you explain it, it was kind of like a socialist type of setup. You know, most when you think of socialism, you think of like, oh, e everything is shared. Nobody has a lot, lot is or nobody has majority or anything like that. It's not consistent yeah. opposite of conservatives. So it seemed like that type of setup. It, it kind of was yeah. like where like there was, you know, kind of a pool of money and then, you know, money given out to the families. But yeah. like, I don't remember like how much or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, us working as kids, of course, we're not getting paid minimum wage or whatever, mm. but we would get money yeah. from doing what we were doing, too, yeah, yeah. even though we were not of age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not right, you know. I mean, it's against the law, literally. Yeah. But so, okay, so working in and in, in, pretty much everybody gets the money. Or they get the money from all of this and they distribute it out to the families. Did your uh, your parents, did they work for the well, church? My dad. Or your mom? Wasn't, yeah, my mom, she was a hairstylist. Uh, for the church or was it? Um, I, I believe that was her own business. I don't yeah. know if they were paying for it or how exactly that was mm -hmm. set up, but. There was a beauty shop, and my yeah. mom, you know, she did hair. Like, the, literally, she did hair, and then across the street was the car wash that we might be working at. Gotcha. Like. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. And then, like, there were times, like, not just with the working, but, like, you're living with other families. Ooh. But, like, I, we lived with our cousins for a while, and yeah. then also there was another family that we used to live with. But, I mean, you grow bonds with those people, too, and yeah. that's kind of a good thing because me and my cousins, like, and my sister, like, we're all, like, sisters now. Yeah. So was that a result of you living with the family? Was that a result of, like, was that something the, church, the church recommended? I don't know if it was their recommendation, but I don't I, I don't remember the dynamic of it. Yeah. But I just remember, like, for real, I used to live with my cousins in a house. And then we used to live with another family, yeah. like, you know, during our time at that church. But I don't remember, like, how all of that came into play. Gotcha, gotcha. Because, you know... I just want the for the people listening. I want to make it clear: was it like, oh, me and my mama, we was just going through some stuff, and we mm -mm. they oh, So it was just the church. Yeah. It was a church thing. Something. Yeah, it was a church <laughs> thing. It was a church thing. I got you. I got you. So it was just like, you know, was there other members living with other members in that way like that? Yeah. Also, this was a this was a common thing for members to live with each other and stuff like that, and not be. It's not like anybody was on hard times or needed it. It's just like recommend. Well, not you said not recommended, but like. I don't know. It was just part kind of, of. It was the setup. It was yeah. a setup. Everybody kind of lived with everybody. That. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
People go through weird things. Listen, it's giving is is cults ish. Ish. Have have that has that ever came to your mind in that way? Like yeah. this is kind of a cult. Yeah, I mean, definitely has come to mind yeah. several times. Yeah. But I mean, I try not to dwell on you know yeah. all that, and, and honestly, going through that and still coming out the woman that I am, and even seeing you know my people that were part of that that are no longer part of it, even the ones that are, mm-hmm. or I mean, I don't think it's like it used to be, but yeah. people that were part of that are still flourishing yeah, and yeah, still yeah. amazing at yeah. whatever in life. So, yeah. so it wasn't necessarily like the worst thing, but it was a, a thing. It was definitely I mean? a thing it was that something different. Definitely. I don't, yeah. <laughs> not, I mean, you can't tell that story to everybody and they'd be like, I mean, they'd be like, Oh, yeah, that's normal. normal. No, it's not. It wasn't normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. Was there, all right. The head of the church, was there something like, uh, because I was looking at, the reason why I'm about to ask this is because I look at, like, I study, I hate when I tell people this, they get weirded out. I've studied cults before. Oh. Right? <laughs> so, it's just something that, that's, it, it attracted me, not because I want a cult, but because I think, what is the, the mindset of a person who can garner that much attention from so many different people and make them live a life in the way that he desires them to live a life? You get what I mean? What is the mindset? How does that person do that? How does one go about doing that? Right. You know, not because I want to do it, because maybe I want to avoid running into them types of situations. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what drove it, but just thinking into that type of person, it's almost like manipulation. Like, a lot of people are manipulative these days anyway, For but sure. even then, you know, it, it had to be partially manipulation. Yeah, yeah. Was it a small church or a bigger church? Um, it was a decent sized church. Yeah, yeah. I about mean, about what, like seventy, eighty people or something like that. Probably. Yeah, no, I mean if not more, I mean it was it was a decent good size amount church. of people, yeah. I mean you you gotta think about it. and it was not uh non denominational, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta think about it like uh, one of the things uh, I was <laughs> it's like was there a level of hey, pastor can't do no wrong type of thing? Was there a level of that? It, was there people there to hold him accountable during your time, or did you not that remember? I recall? Yeah, yeah, not that I recall. I mean, that's that's. I see that in in most churches, not even the ones that like are cultish. I see it like pastor can do no wrong, mm-hmm. he can't do anything. It's other. like they're above everybody. Yeah, knows. it's like he's that, but it it's almost like a level of like that's our Lord, right? But he he or she can't be a lord. Right, but I don't, I mean, you don't see that with every leader either. Because, like, I think about my mom. She's a pastor. I think about her. I don't see that type of thing coming from her or her church. Yeah, I think it's natural for most people when they get someone who's the head of anything, military leader, whatever, you know, fraternity leader. You can go any leader in whatever space. It's natural for a person to kind of pour a lot into them. Like, in the sense of, like, oh, think of them as higher as everyone else. I mean, the leadership position is a higher rank than everybody else, but think of them as a higher person, but no one is above anyone. Right. You know, that's the reality. That is. So, yeah, I went through all of this. What was, you decide, y'all decided to split? Yeah. 14. I don't remember what happened for uh-huh. my mom to make that decision, honestly. Yeah. But I I remember, you know, going back to high school and having a test in and do all that mm. and being held back a year because yeah. you know wasn't where I need where I needed to be you weren't where you need to be as far as their standards yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah. so they held you back um 
But I mean, okay, going back when you, okay, you said other people separated from the, from it at this uh, during that time too, right? Mm-hmm. Was it around the same time your mom separated? Other people separated? I don't remember. Got you. Uh, was there other people who went to that school that they have to test in or anything like that as well? I mean, I know my sister did, but I don't, I don't remember yeah. the others yeah. like what happened with them. Yeah. And you still have good close bonds. A lot of them, your family, right? Yeah, I mean, like as far as who I was living with and yeah. stuff like that. Like I have two cousins that you know are like my sisters now because we all lived together for so yeah. long. Um, I don't remember, you know, their education piece or how how. I don't know if we all left. I honestly, I don't know if we all left at the same time or not. Yeah. Do you ever have conversations with them about that? Like think back. We do. It? We talk about it sometimes and we're like, wow, look at where we are now yeah. coming from where we were. Yeah. Because really who, who goes through something like that? And it's like, okay. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. I mean, and there, I mean, it was so much going on within that, that I mean, I, I, I don't want to speak on it and won't, but mm-hmm. It was so much going on within that, like really to come out and still be a productive member of society. Yeah. It's interesting. What's something that you would want to speak on that maybe happened in them situations? It's bad. <laughs> honestly, uh, <laughs> honestly. I'm pretty sure it was some bad shit. It, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't really want to talk about though. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So when y'all sit down and y'all have these conversations and y'all reflect on the things that happened. Um, like, is there? I know it's it's all type of mixed emotions about it or whatever, and we'll get to the good too. We'll get to the good, <laughs> but it's all type of mixed emotions about it or whatever. Do you do you see it as a level of trauma with maybe you and other people that was involved? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, I like nothing ever happened to me. I mean, yeah. working underage and stuff. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But like nobody ever put their hands on me or anything like uh-huh. that. So, you know, I'm good there. But yeah, go even going through that at all. Mm-hmm. There is a level of trauma. Yeah. Like that ain't something you forget. Yeah. yeah. At all. Yeah. But I mean, I think when you go through stuff like that and a lot of people may not agree. It's other ways to do this, but it builds character in a sense. It makes I you agree. it makes you different. I mean, you, when we spoke about it on the phone, you even said that a big part of of um, your work ethic now comes from you working so so much. All right, and, so young. Yeah, yeah. I think starting that early. I mean, how can you not have yeah. some kind of drive? And you got held back, of course, but at the same time, you. Ended up going to college. You got your undergrad and your graduate, right? You got your yeah, master's. I got a master's degree. You know, mm-hmm. and you did well for yourself, and so did a lot of other people involved in that. They done well for themselves. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any? Do you wish that you could go back and just have a conversation with your mom? But does, does your mom ever show like regret going? Dealing Honestly, with? we don't talk about it. Don't talk it's about like it. a it's a it's a thing that happened, and we don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to? Do you want to sit down with her and speak about it sometimes? Like I've mom, never thought about it, honestly. I think you should. I think y'all should sit down and have a conversation about it. Like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what was going on? What was the mindset or whatever? What was the, how do we get to that point? I think that can bring you a lot of closure because clearly it's something that bothers you, you know? Yeah. You know, it bothers you a little, at least, if not a lot. You know? I mean, not a lot these days, but definitely it's, it's something that you reflect on and be like, yeah. <laughs> do you think it was it was there any positive in it honestly just i mean 
coming out the person that I am. Like, yeah. I feel like really going through any experience, either whether it's traumatic or not, being able to come out a whole, still a whole person and able to still keep thriving in the world that we live in is, is good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just living in it in a moment, like going through um, the nothing. <laughs> <laughs> in that moment yeah because i mean that's seven years that's seven years worth of like just i mean for lack of a better word just awkwardness like just unusual circumstances yeah. cult like situations you know i mean we can call it we can call a spade a spade we can be honest yeah. it was a cult like that's what and that's it's, it's a listen, i always tell people it's a thin line between church and, and cult like it's a thin line just it it if you straddle that fence right there and stay in the middle, you good. You know, it's like, oh, we going and we worshiping in the home. But the moment you step over that, worshiping in the house of the Lord and so on and so forth and all of that. But the moment you start, hey, you know, pastor got uh, a wife, but he got seven more wives. Or oh, pastor, <laughs> you know, pastor doing this and doing that. The moment we step over into the step over that fence, it's it turn into a cult it's easy to do that you know and that's not that's what any organized setting you know what i mean i can see that yeah yeah so no good memories from i mean I, I'm, Outside a, of, I'm talking about within the church not necessarily living with your family and i having, mean it was church yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it but, was like literally you going to church all the time like you got you got bible study you got prayer you got yeah. you know choir rehearsal you got all this I mean, I do love to sing. Yeah. And that was one of the, you know, mm, one of the, the things highlights. I think that helped keep us up. Like, we, yeah. were, we were the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, let me ask you this. Um, did, because I know just like any organized setting with people, it's the gossip, it's the bullshit, it's all of that to come with it. Mm -hmm. Was there ever a moment, was there ever a moment where you witnessed that and it kind of put a bad taste in your mouth for like church? Mm, not not there. Yeah. This I've I've had moments like that at another church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I think um going to churches and like you know, I've been in non-denominational or apostolic pentecostal or whatever, you know, from that time on. And like I've gone to churches where, you know, you see people praying over others or whatever, but then in the next breath you're over here talking about them. Yeah. Like you're, you, you just prayed over this person crying, speaking in tongues, doing all of this over this person. And then here you go over here talking bad about their situation. That's kind of a problem. Yeah. 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 100%. And did that put a bad taste in your mouth? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I believe in God, but I have not been in church in years, yeah. several years. Yeah. Um, I know they say, don't feel to assemble, whatever, yeah. make sure to assemble yourself. But I, I don't do it. Yeah. Even with your mom being a, a pastor now, I don't. Yeah, does she I, feel? Do you, does, does she feel a way about you not coming to a church? Um, I would feel a way if Mary. She might. We yeah. don't really talk about it, but she knows that I am the way I am. Like she's not the type of parent to force it at this point, right? So, like you, I mean, you've been a woman for a long, but you're a woman, woman now. Like. <laughs> You know what I mean? With your kids, all of you have a responsibility of getting it done. Is it at this point it's kinda like it's no she is mom, but she really don't have like a how I guess what what's the best way to say it? Like you know how ever 
to a certain extent, your mom gonna always have this thing over you and have like the leash on you kind of. Mm-hmm. But like at this point, it's like ah, you know, yeah. You can't okay, so what your father doing this time? Did you ever speak with him? Yeah. Yeah. What was he I like? mean, I don't think we talked about that. Yeah. But, was I he mean, like hell no? Nah? Anything like? Uh, I, I don't. I mean, we had moments, yeah. but I mean. Life was I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does that mean? He had. I mean, he had his other, you know, things going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, other wife, other, you know, wife's kids, you know, other things to deal with. Now, I know that created some like resentment. No. Um, I I, I did have my moments, and yeah. I have spoken to him about those yeah, things. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I had. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, he still took care of us. We still went, you know, to visit and stuff like that. But, but, but still, it's like, you know, I I. I fight with this a lot because I'm not with the mother of my child now. So it's like, I don't ever, nobody, I made it in my mind early on. As soon as we decided, not be, nobody will ever come in between me and my baby, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be me and him locked in. I will, I, I'm getting to a point now, and maybe it's because I haven't found the right woman yet, but I'm getting to a point now where I'll, I, will, I will be single before I allow that. Somebody to come in between me and my baby. You get what I mean? Or like, oh, because I'm married to you and we're establishing a life, that means I only get to see my kid now once a week because I'm trying to make it work with you. Right. You can't understand that, no, I need to make it work with him because he's my future. Right. You're going to have, like, if you get with somebody, they're going to have to accept your child and you're going to see your child as much as you already did. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's so many levels to that shit, though. So yeah. much, so many variables to that shit. They can start to mess shit up. Right. Um, so just going back and thinking back on, on the church or whatever, when you, you know, first got in or when you, when you, you was in a seven year old, seven year old, then you go to 14. What is the, the, the mindset of 16 year old you? Because by then you were out of the church, you were in high school and everything. Mm-hmm. And I know you had friends and people that you spoke with who come, came from, a different walk of life because I assume up until that point it was just the people in the church and that's it. You really don't. For you the most sc- part, yeah. yeah. You went to school with people in the church. You did all this with people in the church. What was the mindset? Um, honestly, even though I went back to public school and everything, I was still in like a super, I mean, a super super Christian church. Like I was wearing skirts and you know I was that church girl kind of sheltered life. Yeah. In still, high school. yeah. Yeah. I was still pretty sheltered, but um. I think that, I think that's kind of why I wilded out once I turned eighteen. What was that wilding out? Oh, partying, <laughs> drinking, whatever. Yeah, just yeah. you know. Did you like? Oh, did you just sit back, seventeen year old you sitting back thinking, I can't wait to leave this motherfucker so I can get drunk every day. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think it was that. Yeah. Um. You know, as a as, as a teen, in, anyway, you're you're kind of sneaky, sneaky doing, doing shit, things yeah. that. Your mama wouldn't, you know, be okay with anyways. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. But so okay, so you you get in and then you go to MTSU, which is at this time especially is <laughs> party school for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you come to MTSU and you just expose to all of this shit all at once. Well, I went so eighteen to twenty, twenty one. Okay, I was okay. actually I went to Jackson State first. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So during my time at Jackson State I kind of, you know, I did my work, you know, made sure my grades were good. But yeah. me and my best friend, we used to party like yeah. Thursday through Saturday. We yeah. in the club <laughs> getting yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
doing that. But then when I came to MTSU, I mean, it was kind of the same thing. Yeah. You know, I made sure to do my work, but I definitely partied. I had my fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you feel like you made up for the time that you may have missed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably too much sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, us, we just partying young because my mama was older. So we just would get our ass out here. We was able to do whatever. We really didn't have no restrictions. We wasn't, didn't have the reins on us. So from there, we just came here. It was just a new level of turning up at yeah. that point. No, no, no. I get it, though. I get it. No, man. I A lot of people, people make documentaries about stuff like that, about your experiences in the church. You know, that's just the God on the truth. People make documentaries about shit like that. I know it's a lot of stuff that, you know, you may not feel comfortable saying because it's, you know, it could hurt other people or it could cause confusion in your own life because it still ties to that. Mm -hmm. But I do want to say that, you know, that's your story. And at whatever point you feel like you want to put it out there, man, put it out there <laughs> and make sure you do it on the child by T. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that, people make documentaries about shit like that. And it's, it's a lot more of that than what we, you know, can even wrap our head around in the church. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now now that you sit back and you reflect on it, um this I personally would consider stuff like that or situations like that a cult. Now that you reflect back on it, do you would you say it was a cult or would you say not? I, I definitely I definitely would say it's cultish. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I wanna start me some shit like that. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like to know the inner workings of it. I wish you had more, you were more privy to like the finances and stuff and how that shit. Yeah, went. I was so young. I don't. Yeah, because I, I guarantee that it was probably situations where, you know, money was being uh, mishandled. Not even mishandled. Just like oh, oh, did okay? Did the preacher drive a nice car and everybody else kind of? You I know, mean, was his car a little he nicer than everybody? I mean, that's that's in most churches, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, if, I'm, if I'm being honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. His car was just a little bit nicer than everybody else. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Or his house was way bigger than everybody else. Shit. I don't know. I mean, we had a big, like, when we lived with my cousins, we had yeah. us a big old house on the hill. <laughs> yeah, a big house on the hill. <laughs> he had a big old house on the hill. So took care of his followers. I respect him. Like, but no, we man. We kind of do oh. I feel like there was some kind of I'm mean, in that I think our our parents kind of made sure we probably were good. Too. Yeah, I got you. So I don't it was know. more parents than anything. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. More than likely. More than likely. Yeah. We uh, were always straight. Like yeah. it was never a moment where like you ain't gonna eat or nothing like that. We were literally always straight. I've never been homeless. Like my mom has always done an, an amazing job taking care of us. Shout like the moms. Yeah. 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 No matter yeah. what that situation was, I've always been taken care of. Yeah, like so. always. Mom and dad, like, whatever. <laughs> and you to a point now where you was able to establish a great life for yourself and continuing to do so. So we don't want to rush over that fact either. That it was a lot of, I wouldn't say the positives came from that. I, I will attribute all of your accomplishments up until this point to you because um, I know it's some people in the church who, who grew up in there who probably ain't as normal as y'all know. Probably, yeah. Well, there are yeah. some that that you can tell they want to stray. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and some of them, you know, are just maybe messed up in a lot of different ways. But luckily, yeah. you know, you came out of that situation. I won't say unscathed, but you came out a good person. You know, level head, educated, doing your thing. 
Yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's new? What else you got coming up, man? Are you still doing your makeup? I'm still doing my makeup. I got some weddings. I've been doing prom makeup and all that um, these past few weeks. I'm kind of tired. So uh, I'm honestly at a moment where I want to take a break. Yeah. Even from social media and everything. Yeah. But I don't know how I'm going to do all this. I feel it. I feel it. I'm tired, though. I know you said you was to a space where you feel lonely. Or the loneliness. Was, no, I need the loneliness. Need the like loneliness. I, I'm at this place where like I'm looking for my peace. I'm trying to protect my peace. Yeah. And if I feel like anything is going to make me waver from that peace, then I'm not gonna deal with it. Yeah. I don't have it right now. I feel it. I feel it. You know, you done extended all resources. Same with me. Same with me. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. Right now it's about my money like even my career i want something i want more i just want more and i feel like there's a shift that needs to happen and i'm not there yet and it's bothering me for real i think that's that's where i'm at i think you in the first step of getting there because the first step of getting to that space is acknowledgement of that you know so you understand that yeah that is a shift there's something that needs to happen in my life get me to a new place or the place I would love to be or a place where I'm meant to be. Yeah. So you acknowledge that a lot of people hadn't even got to the first step yet. They don't even know if that's the thing. They just living and existing. Right. Yeah. And I'm tired of living and existing. I yeah. want to really live, yeah. you know, yeah. like really, really live. Yeah. 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 You'll get there. You'll get there. Keep working. Keep grinding. You of know course, that. Of course, you too. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. My plate is full. Really? Shit, you got to be careful what you ask for. You know, because me, starting in June, my mom will be here living with me. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I have my, I probably have my son after August, like, complete. I have him every day now, except for Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, except for Saturdays and Sundays, because I work all day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, yeah, no, hey, he'll be with me full time. <laughs> you know, wow. because his mom is moving back uh, to where she's from, possibly. And I told her that, you know, and she's a great person. I just said, like, I think that he he's at a space or he's getting to a space where he'll more so need his father outside of his, as opposed to his mother. Like, could I keep him like full time? How old is he? He's uh he'll get he's getting ready to be five. Okay, I I can feel that. Like yeah. I we've talked about this. Me and my me and my sons, you know, they don't live with me. Yeah, because I, mean, I feel like you know. That's where they want to be. Not not that I feel like that. That's where they want to be. That's where they want to I be. feel like I'm not going to force them to live with me. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. knowing that that's where they want to be. Yeah. As long as I'm doing my part as a mother, mm-hmm. it is what it is. That's it. That's it. And it's not that they don't want mommy or they don't love mommy. It's just that where they need to be is it's where that, they especially as a little boy. Right. And I got one that's about to be a teen. Yeah. Like my oldest son will be thirteen yeah. in June. He'll be he'll be he gonna get to he will get to a space if he was living with you where he'll be trying to run your shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And And like, he got me messed up. Yeah, and that's just and that's that's the response that I'm like he got me messed up. Like, he got I'm, me messed up. <laughs> up. Like that's always a response. I'm gonna fuck him up. Like that's yeah. what it was. That's what it's like he not I'm not gonna let him play with me like that. Mm-mm, play with somebody else. Yeah, and that's where like you that's the where what happens is you get that angry little boy who had trouble with right. you get a me. <laughs> like, for real, I will sit with my yeah. sons. Because, like, you know, even though they're not with me all the time, like, I'm like, you good? Like, do you yeah. need? Do you want to live with me? Is yeah. there anything you need from me? Is yeah. there something that I'm not doing? Yeah. You know? Because yeah. 
My kids are spoiled. I ain't uh, gonna lie. Yeah. They got you know our kids these days get almost anything they want. Yeah, they're spoiled rotten. Yeah. So I'd be like, hey, you good? Like you know, talk to me because mm. <laughs> if something is going on or you feel like I'm not doing my part, I want to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, that's what I'm saying. Like, and she she did that, and I was grateful for it. I was talking to one of my partners. He was like, damn, she want to do that. Like that shows a lot about her as a mother. I said, why? How so? Like, I'm not. I don't mean no disrespect. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, no. Tell me, tell me what you mean by that, because I think that says a lot about you as a father. Mm -hmm. Because you would rather go be able to go out and do your thing and not keep your kid full time and put them all on the mom. But you know, as opposed to the other way. Like now, being the parent that's on the other side of that, I kind of be feeling bad sometimes living my life. You know, guilt. Yeah, Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah, but you shouldn't though, and I'll tell you why you shouldn't. Because, like, they they just get into it. They're getting to a point where they need him and his guidance more than they need you. They need I mom for that. the love and the caring and all of that at this point. But they need the father for what's most important for a little boy. Mm-hmm. One of the most important things for a man coming in, you know, is structure. And he need they need the structure. They need that. You can't be the head anymore because once a, once a little boy gets to like 13 or some shit like that, he starts feeling like, honestly, at that point, he may even be stronger than you. He may yes. be able to hurt you if he wanted to. Like I think he could. Yeah, so like they get to a point to where it's like, you know, they, they almost like little men, mm-hmm. you know, and they feel like, oh, no, mom, yeah, mom's mom, but this is my house. Mm-hmm. But they don't can't assume that responsibility so early on because you you still a baby yeah. and you still need that further guidance and structure from your father and I that, can see that and like even with them being around me when they are like they're both very protective, protective of me yep. they like, like I can they step did, outside yeah, to yeah. get something out of my car and they're peeping at the blinds yeah. trying to make sure I'm okay yeah. or they'll step outside and say mom yeah. you good yeah. and it's not that they don't feel like you're equal to them. As a matter of fact, they just hold you to an even much higher standard because their little brains are forming now. And they understand, like, this is our this is our treasure. Our mom is our tre- So we have to protect it at all costs. And what happens is the child has to assume more responsibility than what he should, he or she should. And I just told her, I said, man, look. And she said she was completely understanding of it. She was like, yeah, keep, you know, because I've been locked in with him. I know the way he thinks, my mm-hmm. baby. You know, I potty train him not because she didn't want to or didn't try to. It's just I know the way that he was did. hard. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> listen, he thinks, you know, the way I think. I see all of me in him. Yeah. So I knew exactly how to get him to go, you know, pee or to go, you know, poop on the pot. I knew how to do all of that shit, like because that's little me. That's a little Look, terrible. I'm sitting here having a mom moment. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but you know, it's like don't ever be down. And I told her that too. Like you know, don't be down because this is needed. This is needed, and she agreed to that. And I'm like, thank you, thank you for trusting me. You know, I was grateful because she could have said no, and I would have had to respect it. You could have said no. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even it wasn't even a question for real, for real. Yeah. Like, like me moving, you know, where I went to. I'm yeah. in Hermitage. Like, I was like, I know I'm going to need a minute. And then, like, you know, they were around who they were around. And yeah. they grew those bonds. And they're like, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to be. So. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get but, it. But, I mean, even if they if they ever need. Like, I got a room for them. You yeah. know, I got stuff at my house yeah. for them. You know, yeah. when they come over, yeah. we do our thing. We have our little movie nights or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Go out. Yeah. 
And that's what they need you for. They need you for that love and stuff. You know, dad need the love too, for sure. But just they need their mom. It's, it's roles that we got to play. And we got to understand that this equality stuff. I mean, I'm, I don't, nobody deserves to live more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. But this equality stuff that we preach, we got to understand that equality is, equality stops at the value of life. Like nobody deserves to live more than the other person does. Right. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to physical equality, when it comes to, like, we not equal in the a, in a sense of a man and a woman when it comes to being physical, when it comes to uh, emotion or mental or any of that, we're not equal. Like, it's just not. Yeah. And we got to wrap up. We got to understand that. Again, no one deserves to live more than the next person. But when it comes to our physical attributes, our mental stability, our logic, our reason, our whatever, our intelligence, we're not well. Maybe intelligence. We we can't be equal. Yeah. I, but but to me, honestly, in my opinion, I feel like most women are smarter than me. Really, I feel like most women are smarter smarter than me from the start too. You see it. You see young girls uh, learn way better than you know. My baby was shit. We still have trouble with the pot at times. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but little girls, they get it early on. Like they, they advance better. You know, they always it's harder with the boys or whatever. It take them a while to get it. You know what I mean? Like, but at the same time, my baby can go pick up a forty pound weight and you know like deadlift that motherfucker. <laughs> you know I what I mean? I can see that, but like I mean, I thinking back into like psychology and me going to school. I think I remember hearing like that women ate. You know they'll. You know, mature faster. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, but yeah, I, uh, I definitely, I definitely uh, look forward to the life. And I'm going back to school. I'm going back to get my uh, MBA. Hey, yeah, yeah I'm going get go it. Back. Yeah, I just, I just started my first, cl- my classes start in two weeks. Where you going? Uh, LSU online. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but they start in two. Any weeks. concentration? Yeah, uh, uh, project management. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got, I just got a position as a, well, possibly I'm at my last interview, which I'm pretty, I talked to the, to the guy who over the department, he pretty much told me I'm in, but I got a job as a software account manager. Get it. Um, Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So my play is going to be full. Yeah. Taking care of my mom, taking care of my, my son. But that's school. good though. Good. Still thriving. Yeah. Through all that. <laughs> I'm not going to stop. I don't want to stop because, because. My mom had to, she put her life on hold to take care of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to take care of my mom because nobody going to be able to take care of her like I can. I just don't face that or love her in a way that I love her. Yeah. But, you know, because she does have, she got Alzheimer's and all of that and she need, she need me. But, you know, what I did realize is, I don't have to put my life on hold because of what, you know, because of me having to take care of her, like how she did with my grandmother. Yeah. Like, I don't have to put my life on hold. You don't. Honestly, yeah. like having that drive still yeah. is bomb and you're going to come out even better. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've, the older I've gotten, the more I realize experiences teach us so much yeah. that we don't realize. Like, I feel so much better now being almost 40. I'm, I'm about to be 37. Yeah. And, like, I look back, I'm like, man, this experience taught me this. Yeah. This taught me this. This is why I'm like this. Yeah. Like, that stuff matters. It matters. Bad experience or good. Yeah. You still come out the way you come out if you keep pressing forward. Yeah, 100%. You hit it on the head. Now listen, it was always, it's always good to have you on the show. Like I tell you, you can come back anytime you want. You know, 
anytime you feel like it, you can come on the show. When I, I have time, you know I'm yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you stopping through. If y'all watching up until this point, make sure you go get the merch. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, cut on the notification. Ladies, make sure y'all book some makeup appointments. Make sure you book some makeup yeah, appointments. Yeah, come holler at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we can find you. We'll be able to find you in all places. Just follow. Look in the link. Look in the description. All that. All your stuff will be in there. All your information and everything. We appreciate you. I appreciate you for coming on. No so problem. So you saying we. I forget it's only me now. No, no. Miss Go. Yeah. But uh, listen, this is the Chat by T podcast. We'll get real, raw, authentic conversations. Until next time.